live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the East Coast in specifically the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. You are now watching live from America, so stay at your own peril. But if you want to learn a little bit of something, you want to get uh, the gospel, you want to get the truth on what's going on in politics, you want to get a good um, <clears throat> a good feeling, a good positive uh, spin on the news, on what's going on, and, and highlighting the great things, uh, as well as the bad things that they do on the Republican side, then you're in the right place, and I urge you to stay here. Uh, my name is Jeremy Harrell. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, and some know me as the Hip Hop Patriot, and as we grow life from America and get ready to make our, um, make our, uh, our move to digital TV, we are only going to stay on platforms that allow people to speak the truth. Unless we have to use another platform for another reason. Uh, like right now, I'm exclusively on Rumble, which I absolutely love to death. However, Rumble is a little bit still behind the times and they don't have a live uh, mobile option yet. So when I'm out on the road, when I'm out on the bus and when I'm doing things, uh, away from the studio, you're going to have to, uh, probably tune into something like YouTube to see live videos there. Let's give some live shout outs to the 17, 1800 people that are already on watching on rumble. We've got Colorado girl checking in. How you doing? We've got Anna from Maryland, MAGA girl. She says, hello, Jeremy. It's me, Anna from Maryland. Good to see you. Carla Reynolds says, good evening, Jeremy, North Georgia here. Tina Cook. Oh, I love Tina Cook. How you doing, Tina? It's great to see you. She says, please say hi to my mom, Connie, in Nebraska. She's the best mom. Is she the best mom, though? Well, you know what? I'm going to take your word for it. Um, Connie in Nebraska, you are the best mom of the day. So you get the best mom award. Uh, we've got um, Jeannie. Jeannie Lou says, hi, all. When and why did we hit Rumble? Thanks. Um, well... Because every other platform decides that they don't want you to speak any truth on their platforms. And even if you're doing it in the most transparent way and showing your proof, they still just don't like the message. So they kick you off there, and then you kind of got to uh, get in where you fit in, as they say. Uh, hi, Jeremy. Can I finally get a shout-out, please? Watching every show from Oblong, Illinois. That is L. Fancel. Well, L. Fancel, I'm from the state of Illinois myself. Um, I was born and raised, so I just want to give you a big shout out right there. Hey there, LFA, catching live for the second time today from Swanee, Georgia. That is S-N-I-E-S. Don't know who that is, but thank you very much. Good evening. Shout out to Alicia from West Virginia. Thank you for all you do, Jeremy. No, thank you for all of the sharing and all of the eyeballs and eardrums that you get on the show. Let's give a couple more here. Uh, my daughter, Brian Allen, turns 10 today in Illinois. She'd love a shout out. Well, um, oh no, not Brian. Bryn. Bryn Allen. Well, Bryn, it is your 10th birthday. You are now double digits. That makes you almost, almost a teenager. And a lot of things are going to start changing for you. But as long as you continue to have love and honor for your mom and your family, then you'll be in good, good, good hands. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bryn. Happy birthday to you. 
God bless you. I hope you have a great birthday. Cynthia's watching from Florida again. We've got people watching from Texas. Linda Conrad says, love your shirt. Well, you know what it says? Make America godly again. Not make America great again. Make America godly again. And I was blessed to get this t-shirt while I was down in McAllen, Texas, which it didn't fit when I was down there. But I've lost about 20 pounds in the last three weeks. So now it fits. And I'm feeling like good. I'm feeling good. So thank you so very much. Um, Jen says a friend of mine just passed away after getting her second dose of the shot. Please pray for her. The state of Maryland is trying to cover it up. Jen, I'm so sorry. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, that you had a friend who's no longer with us. I'm very, very sorry that it happened uh, at the hands of something like COVID. I appreciate you um, asking for prayers here because we do have prayer warriors and we do have action uh, itemed people here watching the show, which you know. So please, everybody, please pr uh, play, pray for Jen's uh, friend and everybody and their family who's going through this hardship right now. Um, one more shout out. Let's give it to Darlene Dempsey from New Hampshire, but lives in Texas from New Hampshire but lives in Texas. God bless you. Great to see you. Thank you very much. I'd like to give a couple more shout outs that I've written down here. Uh, I got some, some mail today from Regis Davis. Um, uh, uh, thank you very much. You sent a donation. Uh, and I really, really, really appreciate that. No, Regis Davis, I'm sorry. Regis sent money for shirts and a hat. Uh, normally, I don't take the um, orders for the shirts through the mail, but uh, I'll make an exception for you, Regis, and, I, and I'll put that money uh, towards that for you when I get back uh, from my trip. Um, Lisa Naquin sent a nice letter. Thank you, Lisa. And Joanne Drury sent a donation. Also, I got a couple presents I got to show you. You know we got to do that. Um Michelle Georgi Michelle, hold on, let's say this right. Georgina. Michelle Georgina. I hope I said that right. Anyway, she sent me this awesome bow tie for my German Shepherd dog for 4th of July. So that's super cool. I cannot wait to put that on my dog, Sasha. And also sent a copy of a book that she wrote. Um, Michelle Georgiana. Georgiana, I'm sorry. Michelle Georgiana. Uh, sent a book. Uh, a copy of a book that she wrote and I can't wait to read that. I'll probably take that with me on the trip here when I leave tomorrow. So thank you. And I got to show one more gift here. Check this out. This is a painting done by Peggy Burrell. Check this out. Peggy's watched the show for a while now. Peggy Burrell did this amazing painting and that's actually a, um, a real picture that she painted of, uh, of a baby in her family. And I can't remember if she said, I'll have to read the letter again. I can't remember if she said it was her, her actual child or if it was a grandchild. But Peggy Burrell sent this amazing uh, uh, drawing that she did. But it's not only just a drawing, folks. They also She also makes cards out of them. So if you would like to get these cards of this wonderful picture of, the, of, uh, of uh, her family member wrapped in the American flag, you can email Peggy at Peggy A. Burrell, that's B-O-R-E-L, Peggy A. Burrell at gmail.com. And uh, I'll actually probably end up putting that in Telegram so people have a way uh, to see it without having to go back to the video every time. Um, so thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, thank you, Regis. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you, Joanne. Everything that you sent is, is very much appreciated. And I still have two boxes. So if you sent a box that was supposed to come in already, uh, I probably got it. I just uh, haven't gotten to it yet. So I apologize and please forgive me. Um, well, folks, right now you know what time it is. It is the time 
uh, for the show to go to the Lord. And this is always my favorite favorite thing to do in the show because it sets the pace, it sets the mood, it sets the entire environment around what kind of show we're going to have. And I really truly believe that whether I'm giving you the verse of the day in the morning or whether I'm reading from Jesus Calling in the evening, uh, it really uh, plants seeds for a lot of people. It helps people grow. It helps people through the evening. And it really sets uh, the stage for, for, for the show that's about ready to happen. Um, I know that there's probably about 150 of you who've signed up for Bibles on JeremyHarrell.com. I've probably only got out about 30 of them. I am working on that, uh, as well as my uh, my web uh, guy who does all my web work. He is working on uploading all of your American Strong Businesses that you have uh, submitted to the page. So we're working, folks. Um, we've really only been working at this, at this uh, website and this show in this fashion for about four months now. And boy, have we come a long way in four months, and that is all a testament to God's grace and all of you who have supported uh, and who are so dedicated to this show and, and this show moving on and growing and getting bigger and bigger and then us making a difference in the world. Uh, nobody, none of this could happen without all of you. And uh, I really think about all of that when I start, when I do the verse of the day or when I read from Jesus Calling. Um, so just know that, okay? Um, May 17th, the evening version of Jesus Calling, Year of Our Lord, 2021, and it says this, Rejoice that my song is with you throughout the night as I lovingly watch over you. A tender intimacy with me can develop when you remember me uh, at your bedtime. Meditating on me in the night watches. Oh, excuse me. It, that was the second part of that. Let me read that over. Rejoice that my song is with you throughout the night as I lovingly watch over you a tender intimacy with me can develop when you remember me on your bed, meditating on me in the night watches. Whether you are waking or sleeping, I am always present with you, for I am indeed the God of your life. Now before I get to the actual um, scriptures that this devotional is pulling from, I do want to tell you guys that something really helped me a while back when I was having a hard time sleeping and when I was really trying to focus on God as I laid down and have conversations with God as I laid down to go to sleep. Uh, and that was the Abide app. So if you go into your Play Store, whether you're on Android or iOS, uh, which is Apple, you can go and download Abide. Some of it is free, some you got to pay for, but what it is is it's, it's sleep meditation and it's, a, it's narrating uh, through the Bible um, and, and, and not only narrowing through the Bible, but giving you uh, parables and, 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 and talking about things in a way you would understand it as it relates to a certain scripture. And it's got beautiful music behind it. It's got this super angelic voice, whether you pick a guy or a girl. And it really, really, really helped me meditate with God as I laid down every night. And it says this, Psalm 42.8. Again, if you have your Bibles, it's Psalm 42.8, not Palmas. And it says, by day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. And the other uh, scripture is uh, also from Psalm, Psalm 63, 6 through 8. It says, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand 
upholds me. Before you turn out the light tonight, pause to remember me and my glorious works in your life. Guys, your time that you spend with the Lord at nighttime, now I don't know about you, it takes me quite a while to fall asleep. So I take that time to really sit with the Lord, talk with the Lord. It's completely silent. You're in the dark. There's no distractions. It's just you and your Lord and Savior. And I really, really encourage you guys to do uh, nighttime meditation as you go to bed. Play that Abide app and really get into it. I tell you what, when you wake up in the morning, it really sets the stage for your days. And you wake up with a smile on your face and energy like you've never felt before because it comes from heaven. And there's no better energy than heavenly energy. Amen? Also, if you're a donor, your uh, your donor code is kicked in, and I send that to you in the newsletter every morning. That is kicked in a day early, so if you've been waiting to buy some stuff off the store, you can definitely get the Save America Trump 2024, although I think it might be sooner than that now with everything that's going on. Uh, you can get that cup there as well, and also helps Family Farms. So check out uh, the online store if you're a monthly donor and use that donor code that I send you. All right, folks, we're going to get to the Lord's Prayer. Ready? You know the drill. Say it loud. And you don't have to scream it unless you want to. But just say it out loud so God can hear it. Because all of heaven rejoices when they hear the Lord's Prayer come from your lips. And if you're still too shy to say it out loud or you don't know it, but you only know a little bit of it, try to say what you know. Otherwise, say it inside with me so the Spirit can hear it. Uh, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And I'd like to give a shout out to my mother, Renee, out there who's watching. Uh, my mother is, uh, she, her and I have become very close over the last five years and we never really were and she's on her journey with jesus right now and i know she's always watching live and i just want to say i had a great time when you coming over and visiting this weekend mom uh thank you for coming over and it was glad i was glad that you stayed for dinner i know the kids really loved it okay ladies and gentlemen are you ready i'm ready let's get ready to rumble here we go, live from America with the first and foremost section of today. I just posted something on Telegram a little while ago. If you are not following me on Telegram, I definitely encourage you to do so. Telegram is a great platform, and it is where I'm putting news all day long, as well as other things like opinions and funny things like that, like I used to on Facebook. But um, I posted a video that I had never seen before, So, uh, and it was from... it was. Um, Posted on many different platforms. I specifically took one from the Gateway Pundits website. And uh, it was showing the Capitol Police literally allowing all of the protesters on January 6th in. Now, you'll see the guy with the horns uh, and, and the face painted and all that. He's right there. I mean, this is right up front. Now, I've seen all the videos I think that there is out there of the Capitol Police and uh, anybody else that was there in an, as an authority figure opening gates, opening doors, literally walking people through the Capitol building like it was some kind of everyday tour, but I had never seen this video. Now, the video is actually captioned new, and it must be new because it's new to me. So I shared it. Now, a lot of people said they've already seen it. But just in case you have not seen it yet, let's go to the video, shall we? So what you're about to see is Capitol Police negotiating with the protesters about how to act 
if they were going to let them in the Capitol building. And again, this is the very front of the line. Okay, so you can tell that by by this video and all the other videos that we've watched, it was a complete setup. It was a complete setup. Anybody that was fighting, pushing, uh, uh, prompting people to shoot them, break windows, those were not people like you and me. But yet people like you and, and, and me, you and I, I should say, are the ones that the FBI is visiting. And it's all a ruse, just like COVID, just like the election. Triple threat, man. We got hat tricked by, by fake stuff in this last election cycle and this last year. So without further ado, let's transition over and show you the video. The police here are willing to work with us and cooperate peacefully, like our First Amendment allows. Gather more Americans under the condition that they will come and gather peacefully to discuss what needs to be done to save our country. Okay, I'm going to pull that back right there. I know it's hard to hear because there's a lot of people talking. I want to pull back to what this police officer said. Okay, listen very closely. Right here. A little bit more right about there. Let's go. This must be peaceful. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. And there he is. There's the guy with the horns. This must be peaceful. We have a right to peacefully assemble. They were told to come in. They were allowed to come in. Just like we've seen on every other video that's out there of them opening the barricades. And it's exactly what I said to the FBI when they, were, when they visited me. Yes, I know you guys have all seen the video of the Capitol Police and people who were in charge down there letting people in. I know you've seen the video of them literally walking around like they were taking a tour. You know what I mean? But yet, here they were, visiting little old me. Somebody who wasn't even there when it happened. Wasn't in the building, wasn't on the steps, had already left. But yet... You see on the video right there, they were letting them in. So I want to get uh, your thoughts on that video if you have not seen it yet. And so I'm going to go to the comments section and, and, and rumble real quick. Do you think the FBI visiting anyone that was in D.C. at, at, at rally but not at Capitol? Mm, not sure. Did anyone see any videos from the worldwide demonstration around the world? Lots of them. I like to see. Okay, that's nothing to do with that. Uh, yes, I never saw that one either, Linda said. Okay, good. Um... I cannot figure out Telegram. I think I'm on the struggle bus. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, pretty much everybody's saying the same thing. Um, a lot of people have not seen that video yet, and I hadn't seen it either. Um, looks like a staged event to me. Exactly. Uh, why was this video not disclosed? Well, I'm sure there's more videos out there that weren't disclosed. Um, now, let's go back to let's go back to that real quick because Liz Cheney is now running her mouth again, but this time she's saying that Kevin McCoward, Kevin McCarthy has um, has information on the Capitol on January 6th that he is not sharing with her. So here's Liz Cheney out here again, running her gums once again, but this time, 
against another Republican, the top Republican, even though he shouldn't be, and I would never want to see him as the Speaker of the House, i got to be honest, but she's now running her gums against him, saying that he's got information on January 6th that he wouldn't share with her. Hey, Liz Cheney, why don't you try going and taking that tired old um, gum-flapping rhetoric to Nancy Pelosi? How about that? How about you get some information from Nancy Pelosi, like Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton is doing right now, with a Freedom of Information Act to get all the information and all the documents that was known prior to January 6th about what was happening. Hey, Liz Cheney, why don't you take that tired old gum running and run that narrative to Chuck Schumer or to Adam Schiff or to anybody else in the Democratic Party who who has had a hand in staging this entire event. They knew about it. You knew about it. You know about it. I know about it. The feds know about it. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to create another fake false flag, just like COVID, just like the election, and shove it down your throat. And if you deny it in any way, shape, or form, then you are a reality denialist uh, terrorist. Or you're a white supremacist. Or you're a white nationalist. you got you got to be anything other than a concerned patriot about the election integrity or the safety or the, uh, the, the balance and checks that we have over our federal government. you got to be anything but that. you just got to be a terrorist, period. So Liz Cheney continuing to fall down the rabbit hole of the dumb swamp donkey Democrats, and pretty soon I'm sure she'll be one. So the next time that the FBI decides to visit anybody, I urge them to play that video for them and say, excuse me, excuse me, the authorities that were there let people in. So I suggest run back to your little bosses and tell them that, uh, There's no reason for you to be out here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at 5,000 viewers on Rumble alone. I want to give a big shout out to the people who listened to this episode on the podcast. And for those who could not watch live, I want to give you a big shout out too, because I know that you will watch the recorded version of this video a little later. And you can always watch them on JeremyHarrell.com a few hours afterwards because they're uploaded there too. If you have a problem with Rumble or if you don't want to go to these social media platforms, just always go to JeremyHarrell.com. Remember, for anything... Go to JeremyHarrell.com. If I'm censored somewhere and you can't find me, go to JeremyHarrell.com. That's two R's and two L's. If for some reason you're looking for something that you can't find anywhere else, go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you need a Bible, go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you want to put your business up so it's on a directory, go to JeremyHarrell.com. You want to hear good music, go to JeremyHarrell. All of it. That is the central hub for everything, okay, guys? All right, moving on. We got a lot of winning to talk about. Somebody told me earlier, uh, it's hard to it's hard to hear you talk about winning when it feels like every day and every hour of every day we're losing. It's not quite true, folks. We're winning more than we're losing. You're just not hearing about it unless it's on a show like this and maybe a few others. So let me give you a whole show worth of winning. How about that? Let's start with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court finally gets off of its tired, old, lazy butt and decides to do something for the Constitution and do something right for America. As we get a big win for the Second Amendment, the Supreme Court actually dismissed the Biden administration's arguments for warrantless handgun searches a case that came out of Rhode Island, basically another red flag law. So there was a red flag 
law that they were trying to put into play, um, which said basically if a neighbor decided that they wanted to turn you in for, oh, you have uh, you have a handgun and you're a crazy person, or you, you, you said something once that made somebody mad, or you offended somebody once and you were afraid that there was a danger to society. Well, the Supreme Court shut that down. The, the Biden administration wanted to push for those red, fl- those red flag laws, and um, they were arguing for it, and the DOJ was arguing for it. Of course they were, because this is the administration of uh, anti-constitution and anti-bill of rights, but they were struck down by the Supreme Court. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know what made the Supreme Court get their heads out of their rear ends, but it was voted down unanimously. Even the left-wing hacks that are on the Supreme Court, they're openly left-wing, because we know there's some that aren't openly left-wing that really are, right? We call those rhinos, all right? Um, but it was, it, was, it was voted on unanimously, like unanimously. That is unheard of, but it's a big win for the Second Amendment, and it's about time that the people in this Supreme Court start shaping up. I think, ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. Part of that is everybody starting to see that people are waking up to the lies, to the trickery, to the tomfoolery, if that's a word that you guys know and use, if you're old enough to use that term. All right, That's what I truly, honestly believe, and I was just... Uh, listening to John Fredericks from the John Fredericks radio show, and he was giving me some statistics on how many people are actually uh, involved in their local and state governments now. And in the state of Georgia and the state of Virginia and in the state of Arizona, there are more people showing up to school board meetings, to city council meetings, and to uh, state um uh, state meetings, uh, state representative meetings, and and Senate meetings, and 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 and, and public house hearings and stuff like that. By ninety percent, it is raised ninety percent across the board in those states alone. And I guarantee you, if you looked at other states, the same thing is happening. The best is yet to come. Meant you take the power back. That is what it's always meant. We literally let the federal government and the state government run our lives for the past six decades. Everybody got out of politics. They told you not to talk about politics in public. They told you not to talk about God in public. Well, I'm here to tell you that that very same uh, suggestion and that very same rule that you might have had growing up from your parents, your grandparents, don't talk politics, don't talk religion, was the single stupidest piece of advice that we the people have ever been given by any generation on this earth. Ever in this country from the beginning of time until now. Don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion. Well, when you stop talking about politics and you stop talking about religion, guess what happens? We the people get taken out of public service, and that's why it's called politics, and God gets taken out of our nucleus of our family, and then we go, uh, we're just in disarray. One of the dumbest pieces of advice that my parents ever told me, that my grandparents ever told me, and it was one of the biggest lies up until the 2020 election. We should always talk about politics. We should always talk about religion. We just shouldn't talk about them. Um, uh, we shouldn't say that they're negative. There's a lot of great things about public service. Everybody should do some public service. Everybody should talk about God. Every chance they possibly can get. You know what I mean? So 90% across the board in those states that I told you have they increased in their city and state meetings and and school board meetings. So incredible number, and uh, we just need to keep the ball rolling. We need to keep the ball rolling. So from one good piece of news to the next, because this is going to be the good news show today, President Trump is going to headline the North Carolina Republican Party's annual state convention, and that is scheduled for June 4th through June 6th. And it just happens to be the same exact month that President Trump is starting up his MAGA rallies again. 
Ooh, you better share the video just because of that. You better share the video just because of that. Again, if you guys are on the Rumble app, you can share from, from the, the live screen, which I'm watching right now. As you can see, I'm watching the show right now. Or if you go back, you can share it right here, which is right on the video itself. You can share it. And when you share it to Telegram or Facebook, you can actually share it to your groups right from there. They've really done a great job with that on Rumble. So I got to give it to them on that one. Um, and uh, Becky says, that's Satan trying to stop people from talking about God and politics. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, they are just voting for that so they don't look so corrupt. 100% correct. That way, when they say the election fraud had no evidence, they can seem more legit. You're 100% correct. I, I agree with you. Um, the, there is more doubt that we will get America back. Oh, there is no doubt that we will get America back. Uh, Second Amendment forever, somebody says. Uh, Sean Maga says it's about time. Um, D-P-U-Z-A-S. Uh, Depuzas says, just ordered my sheets from my pillow with the LFA promo code and got my discount. Yeah! Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm going to order some more stuff from there, too, because I tell you, that pillow's done wonders for me, so I can't wait to see what the uh, the mattress topper and all the other things do. The slippers are great, too. Um, so, yeah, President Trump's going to headline that North Carolina Republican Party the same month that he's starting up his MAGA rallies. Did you forget how relevant President Trump is? Have you maybe forgotten what a MAGA rally feels like? Have you maybe they're going to have to have they're going to have to hold it in like the Cowboys Stadium or something like that because there's going to be more people that want to go to a MAGA rally they'll travel from all over the country to start going for MAGA rallies again so they better pick out a pretty good venue have you forgotten what it feels like to see President Trump fly in on that jet at an airport hangar because you're about to see it again and you're about to get a big dose of MAGA I'm telling you that you wanted a you wanted a vaccine boop. You're about ready to get a, a Biden administration vaccine with a big old shot of MAGA. That's what you're about to get. I cannot wait. So if you are in North Carolina or if you want to go to the North Carolina Republican Party annual state convention, it is June 4th through June 6th. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to make that, but I will definitely try. Okay, ready? From one win to another. Here we go. Roe v. Wade is about to start being dismantled, baby. Ho, 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 ho. Supreme Court wins again. Ready for this? So, uh, the state of Mississippi has a uh, an abortion law that says that you cannot get an abortion past 15 weeks. Well, you know that's got to be challenged by Planned Parenthood. You know that was going to be challenged by all these people out there on the left who love to kill babies but tell you that it's your body, your choice, and have no problem telling you that you can't kill, you know, uh, that, that this is, that, you know, election laws are killing minorities and this is killing these people and, and cops are killing and minorities at a higher rate than anything else which they're wrong about by the way but they have no problem killing a poor helpless defenseless little baby who has no way of protecting itself so they're going after mississippi for their abortion law well the supreme court has agreed to take the case because it was shot down by lower courts and if the supreme court holds strong on this law for mississippi what that's going to, that message that that's going to send to every other state in the nation is that the supreme court is willing to give the power back to the state where it should reside to begin with on whether or not they can conduct abortions at all. Because if the Supreme Court sides with Mississippi, that is saying that they are giving, that they say, hey, 
Let the state make their own choice on their abortion laws. If they win this case in the Supreme Court, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds of laws, people authoring different laws, and you're going to see hundreds of challenges in every state for abortion. So if the Supreme Court upholds the lower court's decision, then ladies and gentlemen, you are going to see the unraveling of Roe v. Wade, and you are going to see the preservation of life, of God's blessed miracle that he gives to to all of us on this earth. And going back to what I was talking about on this morning show, if you haven't seen it, it is up right now on Rumble. Go back to what I talked about this morning when I was talking about we have a population problem, meaning that we are not um, multiplying as as much as we need to be. We're 25% lower than we should be just to maintain, not even to grow. So this would, ladies and gentlemen, help the United States so much. How many babies are killed every year that would have a chance, that would have a chance at life, that would have the chance that God intended them to have right here on this earth? I am so very thankful for this piece of news. It's probably one of the best stories that I'm talking about today because of the simple fact that we're going to be able to preserve God's blessing on all of us. So, make America godly again, ladies and gentlemen, and let's finally get rid of Roe v. Wade, that disastrous bill that was passed many, many, many years ago, and let's get rid of it. Now, you ready to go from one piece of good news to another? I told you, we're full of good news today. Somebody told me today, I don't see any winning happening. I don't see any good news coming anywhere, any day. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure that tonight's show is full of all the great things that are going on. So let's go to today's victory sound. Cue that victory smarty music, ladies and gentlemen. Tennessee, your governor in Tennessee, where I will be. Um, Saturday, actually, I'll be there Saturday to perform with Dave Bray USA. Your governor gets the Smarty Award of the day today. And he should actually get a double Smarty Award today. Why? Because he's done two amazing things. First off, he signed a bill requiring, are you ready? Read my lips. Read my lips. No new tech. No, no, seriously. Read my lips. Requiring watermarks on all absentee ballots from here on out for the rest of the for, for forever absentee ballots will be put uh absentee watermarks uh, watermark shoot excuse me will be put on absentee ballots going forward so that there is no mail-in ballot fraud no mail-in ballot cheating Shout out to Tennessee. Look at you guys getting involved down there. Working hard, working heavy. Shout out to the Tennessee Freedom Force, by the way, who's putting this amazing event together for Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't make it to any one of these stops, whether it be uh, Philly on the 19th, which is two days from now on Wednesday, at Independence Hall in Independence Park, for our one-hour special, America's New, uh, America's Voice News, again, the entire reason out there is to, to go out there is to get your voice and put it on camera so that the world can hear from you without the um, without the, the the filter of CNN, without the filter of Fox News, without the filter of MSNBC. That's why I love this the station so much. Okay, it's also to educate and to be educated and to make uh, and to uh, build a network of conservatives so that we can actually stick together. That's the whole reason for this Save America tour. So if you can't see us in Pennsylvania and if you can't see us at Liberty University on the twenty first then definitely try, if you can, to make it to Cookville, Tennessee at the Cookville Community Center from 5 to 7. Be there early. 
Okay, so we can all hang out, and uh, and you're going to see a performance by myself and Dave Bray. So I hope to see you guys all there. Big shout out to Tennessee. Now another reason he gets the Smarty Award of the day because um, he also signed a bill protecting girls in the bathroom. Thank God, who would have ever thought that we would add a need to that we would need to sign state laws so that boys could not make their way into girls bathroom like beyond what we already have that we have to go through these bills and enforce this you will no longer be able to pee in a girl's bathroom if you were a boy (laughs) protecting girls bathrooms thank god great job tennessee great job with your state legislature and great job with your governor ready for some more good news it just keeps going folks it just keeps going texas has reported this, right, you know what this is? This is a big fat goose egg. This is zero CCP virus deaths. Zero China virus deaths since March of 2020. And this comes on the heels, I should say, of resident Corn Pop and his hairy why, 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 legs up in the White House illegally occupying that house of ours. Um, this comes on the heels of him saying that that is Neanderthal thinking. Well, that's just stupid. That's Neanderthal thinking to get rid of your masks, to be able to open up, um, to be able to open up sports and open up coliseums and, and let people go inside and eat. What are you, stupid? That's a Neanderthal way of thinking. Dun, dun, dun. Zero China virus deaths in the state of Texas. <laughs> Woo, ladies and gentlemen, we are on a roll, ain't we? By the way, they also slammed Florida and they also slammed many other states who decided to dump the masks and get back to life. And COVID is falling apart faster than you can say, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Speaking of Dr. Fauci, let's go ahead and do it. Ooh, let's go ahead and give him. <laughs> who would have ever thought, Swamp Donkey Bucket, who would have ever thought that a virologist who is the highest paid official in the government even higher than the President of the United States, would be so dumb, okay? The, I told you, right? What did I tell you? I told you the only thing difference, and now I'm about to show you some stories that that back up what I said. I told you earlier and last week, the only difference between 10 days ago, them saying that you needed to still wear a mask, still socially distance, and you still couldn't be indoors, gathered indoors, uh, if you've been double vaccinated, to 10 days later, them saying, you know what? <laughs> I don't think it was 10 days, but you know what? You can. You can. Everything's wide open. You can be, you're vaccinated. You can do anything you want. Pretend like it never existed. COVID was never here. Um, uh, it never happened. Look the other way. You're good. Double vaccinated. Yay. The only thing that happened in between those two, t- those two statements was that Dr. Fauci got exposed for gain of function. That was the only major thing that happened. Science didn't change. Okay, we didn't come, we didn't miraculously stumble onto this evidence that we didn't have for this entire time. You'd have to be stupid or a Democrat to believe that. So the only significant thing that happened in between those two statements was Dr. Fauci's um, role in creating the China virus. So now, have you seen Dr. Fauci much lately since last week? Anybody put it in the comments. Let me, um, I don't know how far we are behind. I don't know how far we lag. We got a little time here. I want to talk to you guys. Uh, Cynthia says Fauci needs to go. He lived in my brother-in-law's neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York. Um, here you go, falsy Fauci. They need to get rid of masks at nursing home and hospitals now. You are correct. Um, 
So I want to, I'm going to go again. I want to, I want to click the, I want to refresh here. Um, so I just really wanted to know what you guys thought of Dr. Uh, of, of, if we've seen Fauci much lately, we haven't, you want to know why? Because the Biden administration is kicking Fauci to the curb because Rand Paul, what, what he laid out in that Senate hearing last week was something we all already knew that Dr. Navarro actually is the one who broke about him building the Wuhan lab about him funneling money to China to create the coronavirus, okay? And now, the Biden administration, they are throwing Dr. Fauci under the bus, and they are throwing him under the bus in a very bad way, and very, very quickly. So let's go to the story here real quick. Here we are. Revolver. I love Revolver. Looks like the Biden administration just kicked Fauci to the curb. Let's read some of this, shall we? What happened to the almighty Dr. Fauci? Last week, he was on TV telling all of us that life wouldn't get back to normal for at least another year or so. And this week, he's pretty much gone. So what happened? Well, a lot, actually. The biggest turn for the Fauci, uh, for Fauci involves three title words, gain of function. <laughs> it was this past week when the gain of function dots were publicly connected to the good doctor. <laughs> good. There are none good but God, young man. Okay, anyway, moving forward. Um, there is nothing uh, new for us on the right. Here on Revolver, we covered Fauci's gain-of-function research extensively, and the evidence against him is very damning. All right, let's move on. A couple months ago, Fox host Steve Hilton blew the lid off Fauci's... Um, where am I here? Obsession and funding and re, uh, of research involving the manipulation of highly contagious viruses. Hilton laid the groundwork, but it was Senator Paul who called out Fauci and his ghoulish research face to face during the Senate hearing. Now, I'm not going to play that video because we've seen it. We've all seen it. Dr. Fauci tried to weasel his way out of it, flat out lied to Senator Paul, but Rand would not be deterred. Later, he proved Fauci was a liar in a tweet that went viral. And this was the tweet. Yes, Dr. Fauci's NIH did fund the Wuhan Virology Lab. Here's the verbatim admission from their chief scientist, Dr. Xi Zheng Li. So there we go. It proved it right there. And if that wasn't bad enough for the good doctor, Tucker later went after Fauci and called for an investigation into his past research. And that was that clip where Tucker just went in on him. But let's keep going, folks. we got to put the dots together, right? And things just kept getting worse for Fauci. Later, Rand Paul appeared on Fox News saying Dr. Fauci could potentially be responsible for the coronavirus pandemic. Let me rephrase, let me reread re that. Responsible for the coronavirus pandemic. Ooh, it was heavy stuff. And it had an impact because we've hardly seen or heard from Dr. Fauci since. But even more notable is that the CDC just updated their guidelines on mask wearing and essentially ended the pandemic. A pandemic that Fauci has been the proud face of for over a year now. And when that announcement hit, he was nowhere to be found. And his absence did not, his absence did not go unnoticed. Charlie Kirk, uh, Charlie Kirk tweeted, Anyone else feel like the Biden administration is starting to push Tony Fauci to the back burner? Seems like he should have been part of the big CDC announcement yesterday, but was nowhere to be found. Where's Fauci? Hmm... Yes, indeed. You'd think that Fauci would have been front and center to discuss the CDC's new guidelines. The moment the news hit, the golden boy taking yet another victory lap, after all, Fauci never misses a moment in the spotlight. But he was not hitting the airwaves with the typical fanfare. Here we go again. The sidelining of Fauci began yesterday. They are going to throw him under the bus and run back over him multiple times if necessary. 
Fauci did crawl out of the woodwork late in the day to make it a disastrous comment about kids and masks. Um, and, and let's just, it, it keeps going further, folks. I mean, the, the, the tweets just keep coming out. And uh, even Democrats are hitting back at Fauci. So I'm not going to continue to read because it's a lot. But the long story sh- short is, folks, he's history. And if they have to, when we figure out that all of the COVID was a ruse in order to push the mail-in ballots, in order to cheat in the 2020 election, in order to bail out blue states and blue cities, in order to take power back from we the people, in order to take our freedoms, in order to enrich their lobbyists, in order to enrich their special interests, and when we figure all this out, you know who they're going to blame it on? You know who they're going to blame it on? They're not going to blame it on me. I didn't have anything to do with it. Fauci, just like you screwed up the AIDS pandemic, you screwed this one up. But the worst part is, is you built this one. And it's all coming out. Everything that the left did was to gain power and to steal an election. Ooh, ooh, I love not being on YouTube. I love being able to say the truth. (sighs) So anyway... Moving on, I want to give another Smarty Award. So let's go ahead. This guy, you probably don't know who he is. But go ahead, let's cue that music, and let's give another Victory Sound Smarty Award. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to somebody. His name is Phelan Phelan McCaller. Phelan McAleer, I should say. I think it's McAleer. Phelan McAleer is not only a journalist, but he's also making a movie. And he's making a movie about Hunter Biden. But not only is he making a movie about Hunter Biden, he actually confronted Hunter Biden, got to see him briefly before he ran back into his house to ask him the questions that the media will not ask. Ready for this? You're going to love this guy. I doubt you've seen this yet. Let me um, let me fit it to the screen here so we can all see clearly. And here we go. Mr. Biden there? You there? Oh, hi, Hunter. We have some questions here for you on a truck. Is that your signature, Hunter? Is that your signature, Hunter? Is that your signature? My name is Phelan McAleer. I'm a journalist and filmmaker from MySonHunter.com. We're here to ask Hunter Biden the questions that journalism and journalists haven't asked him so far. Like, for example, did you lie on your gun background check? People need to know, and why aren't you being charged if you did? Why did Burisma pay you, a self-admitted addict, 80000 a month? What did they get for that? Hunter, again, talking about your father, we wanted to ask you, is this the big guy? You said in an email, cut the big guy in for 10%. Is Joe Biden the big guy? Your business partner says he is. Simple yes or no answer. The American people need to know the truth about Burisma, about why he was hired, about who is the big guy. So let's go and see if he will answer some questions. Thanks. This is great. Watch this. Hi. Yeah, we're looking to ask Mr. Biden some questions. I'm a journalist. I remember having some questions on that truck there as well, my journalists. Is Mr. Biden there? You there? Oh, hi, Hunter. We have some questions here for you on a truck. Is that your signature, Hunter? Is that your signature? Why did, why did you run? Hunter, why did you run back? Hunter, 
You're publicizing a book. Would you like to come out and answer some questions? Hunter? He's a public figure. He's publicizing a book. So, uh, well, he is actually. He gave it to me. Hunter, you ran back in there. Hunter, who is the big guy? Is Joe Biden the big guy? Hunter, did you lie on your gun application form? Hunter, we have the questions here if you can see them on the side of the truck. There you go. We, you saw the reaction. Salah Monica in Venice. They want journalists to ask questions. Who's the big guy? Where did the 10% go? Did Hunter Biden buy? Is that his laptop? Simple questions that need to be really asked. And uh, that's what we're going to do with our movie, My Son Hunter. That's why we're making it, to get the truth out to millions of people. So please go and give what you can. Help us make the movie, mysonhunter.com. We're crowdfunding it because this story has been suppressed by big media, big tech, Hollywood. So you can help make it happen at mysonhunter.com. Thank you. Bye. There it is, folks. Mysonhunter.com. The family comes first. Mysonhunter.com. So I think we're all going to be paying attention to mysonhunter.com and uh, um, definitely go check it out. See if there's any way you can get involved. Maybe you can help other than monetarily. Uh, maybe that's the only way you can help. I don't know. But shout out to Phelan McAleer for uh, doing what journalists should have been doing this entire time and getting the truth out. Now I want to end the show with one more video that you have to stay around for. Okay? Don't leave yet. All right? This is today's updated press conference with Matt DiPerno who is the lead attorney who is spearheading the Michigan 2020 election and all the fraud that went on there. He was the one that got all of the stuff figured out in Antrim County, and now he's got another big bombshell for you. Now, I'm not going to play the whole press conference for you, but I'm going to play a part that you need to hear. So this is Matt DiPerno. After his office got broken into and rummaged through because the left is trying to look for stuff to steal, and after he got kicked out of one place where he was going to do this press conference just to book it at another... Here is Matt DiPerno giving you a little bit of, let's see, a little bit of what they found now during this audit. So let's put this back here, pause it, and here we go. Check it out. A little hard to hear, but I'll make sure it's up. And I'll tell you something we discovered this weekend. We can now show that after the election is done, someone, anyone really, who has access to those cameras can reopen the election, run more ballots through the tabulator, print off a new tabulator tape wow. with the new ballots, and backdate that tape to November 3rd. Wow. 
So in case you didn't hear that correctly, he says, we have now figured out, these are the people that figured out the algorithm as well. He said, we've now figured out that they can open the election after it's done. They can go have access to any ballot. They can backdate that ballot to November 3rd and change anything on it. This is what they found out now. And it's it's incredible. Uh, let's go back to the video here. <clears throat> If you, the way canvassing works, you look at that tabulator tape, compare it to your poll books and the EMS. If the number of voters match on that tabulator tape compared to the poll book, they will certify your election. But to be able to discover that someone can re-enter that tabulator, run another election after the election day by stuffing ballots, and we've done this up to over 28 ballots we were able to do in, in small little sequences, just as test runs. You can do 100 of them, you can do 1,000, you could probably do a million. But then to backdate that tabulator tape shows significant potential for fraud. And I go back to the beginning where I talked to you in, in the beginning. It's the Secretary of State's job to run tests on these machines. That's right. To run tests on this source code. And she has failed to do this. My team should not be the people discovering this. We're doing the work of the FBI and the Department of Justice. And we've done it in six months. And we've done it in six months. We are doing the work of the FBI and the Department of Justice, he says, and we've been doing it for six months. Ladies and gentlemen, we the people are getting to the bottom of stuff that the FBI and the DOJ have no, they don't have a single desire to find out, but they're going to find out because we're finding out because we the people are not taking no for an answer. We are sick and tired of this runaround game. We're sick of it, and we're figuring it out. So big shout-out to Matt DiPerno. Big shout-out to everything that him and his team are going through, and this is just the start. So when they say there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Well, I gave you a list of, I gave you a list of eight different uh, pieces of evidence last week. Now we're getting into the machines. But in order to get the full audit of the machines, we have to find out what the machines are capable of. We have to find out what could have happened, and then we have to investigate if it did happen. And these guys are doing it on a limited budget, by themselves, with the help of the people, and the federal government could figure it out in a month if they really wanted to. But they don't want to. So there you go, folks. That's what's going on. And more forensic audits are going to happen. And we're going to find out everything that you and I already know, that the 2020 election was a scam. It was a scam. It was perpetrated by the COVID-19 uh, CCP virus and, and, and the left, and they all worked in tandem to do it together, and Dominion. And every one of them should hang for their crimes. Every single one of them. Now remember folks, I leave tomorrow to go to Philly on the Save America tour bus. There are no live video options on Rumble. So I get my rights back on YouTube tomorrow. So any live video that I do, and if I do any shows from the bus at my regular scheduled times, which are not going to, if I do any shows, they'll probably be at 5 p.m. at night and not the 11 o'clock show. However, I will go live throughout the day like I did when I was in Texas, and I will upload all those videos to Rumble. I do not want us to lose Rumble. Okay, it's just that they don't have a live video option. So make sure you follow me on on Rumble and on YouTube 
when I'm on the road, okay? Um, also, folks, please, if you can, uh, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Donors, your donor code kicked in. So now's the time to uh, to help out by going to the online store. And if anybody can, please become a monthly donor on JeremyHarrell.com so we can continue to push this bus. And remember, the code on MyPillow.com is LFA. Gets you up to 66% off and gets you buy one, get one freeze on the Giza sheets right now, okay? So God bless you guys. I will see you at some point tomorrow. Once I get touched down in Philly, I'll be updating you on Instagram and on Telegram. And uh, I just want to uh, ask for your prayers while I'm out on the road. Ask for the prayers to keep me, Ben Berkwam, Daybray USA, Danny, uh, Danny from from the, from the tour, from the coach, uh, star coaches. Make sure and, and the entire Real America's Voice team. Please ask uh, God to protect us in an armor of God and uh, to be with us for the entire way. Hopefully, I can see you again. It is. The 19th, which is Wednesday, in Independence Park, at Independence Hall. From 2 to 3 is the special, but we'll be there long before that. Um, on the 21st, at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Same time, 2 to 3 is the special, but we'll be there long before that. You'll see the bus down there. In Philly, you might not see the bus because we're going to have a hard time finding parking. And in Tennessee, at Cookville Community Center in Cookville, Tennessee, we'll be performing and doing an entire special from 5 to 7 p.m. but be there early so that we can hang out and i'm going to have pocket constitutions that i'll sign for anybody who wants one okay so remember there are right ways there are wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper i'll see you tomorrow in philly god bless you god bless america Thank you so very much for watching Live from America, and I'll see you later. Have a great night with your families, folks.